coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. This is Barbara Gon Mueller. Thank you for joining us today. We're in the month of February. Why do I love February? It's Rotary's month to bring peace into your life. Please watch this with friends. Please understand that peace is possible. And today's guest, Dennis Wong, will show you some of the ways that we in Rotary, and I, we're both members of the Rotary E-Club of World Peace because we believe that World peace is the way we should go. And so we meet every single week on Tuesday evening at 6.30. And you can go to Rotary E-Club of World Peace and find out how to join us. It doesn't cost anything unless you become a Rotarian. And so, Dennis Wong, I want to thank you for joining us today. You are Mr. Rotary to me. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, thank you for the, what you mentioned about my love for Rotary. He does have a love for Rotary. Each week as we read his emails with ideas for how we can spread peace, for ideas about how we can get rid of nuclear weapons, for ideas of how to be a partner with your friends and how to make peace in business and relationships. Let me just give you a little history. This is no ordinary man. He grew up in Hawaii. <laughs> he attended college in the Midwest. He served in the Navy. Salute you. Rue, my friend, yes, Dennis, yes, working in New York City. And this is what I love. He spends a lot of time at the United Nations. Now, you know, this is the 76th anniversary of the United Nations. Now, Dennis, why do you go to the United Nations so often? Uh, it's really, I think, uh, expands my thinking and also my hope. And I see it as a place where people, you know, what the all the member states and a lot of different people come there. And I think uh, one of the things that uh, peace is about dialogue, getting to know people, getting to know people who are not like you. But at the same time, I really believe that uh, in the halls of the United Nations, everyone, everyone is really wants to achieve the same thing. Uh, and one of the things that, um, as a representative uh, to the United Nations for International Students of Peace, uh, one of the things we say is the fact that uh, really people, all people want basically is safety, some degree of prosperity and quality of life, oh. the consensus value of peace. And that's what I, when I go there, that's what I feel that everybody is trying to strive for those efforts for we the people. Do you feel a kind of a um, enlightened feeling when you walk through the doors of the United Nations that it, to those who enter have a feeling of hope? Oh, very definitely, very definitely. And hope and possibilities. And you know, one of the things that, um, as you know, Barbara, going to the halls is the fact that all the countries have you know, given gifts to the United Nations that represents who they are and, and what they are. And um, I just feel, you know, one of the things that uh, it's the right place and the right, and you know, the thing is I also believe that uh, 
I think the world will be would be worse off if we didn't have the United Nations, if we didn't have a place where people could actually come in and talk and uh, talk without, you know, resorting to violence. And, um, and so this is the hope that uh, we all have. And at the same time, I think there's obviously like any big organizations, there's a lot of things going on that, the, that I think we could want to fix and everything else. But at the same time, uh, there's a, a, a people who are very bright people uh, who wants the best for their country, for their people, and for the world. And so that's my hope. It's a wonderful hope. And that's why I loved spending so many hours and weeks and days at the United Nations, because I always entered with a feeling of hope in a way that people could have the conversation for peace. You wrote an article recently in the Rotary Magazine, January 2021, Dennis, and I am so pleased to tell people he called it the future of peace. He said, conflict and change, two constraints will occur. The question is, will we use those constraints as, as a catalyst for constructive change for Rotary and Rotarians to bring peace to our planet? What do you think about that? Oh, yes. You know, the thing is, we some cases we say uh, to prevent conflict, but at the same time, it's because of conflicts that uh, we made progress. Conflict is basically sometimes just people are just uh, see things differently, may disagree. And at the same time, it's a kind of disagreement that it's, it's uh, you know, saying I can do things better than you. It moves away from the status quo. And the whole idea of conflict transformation is to use these conflicts as catalysts for constructive change. And the thing is, it's really what we want to do is uh, we want conflicts without violence. And I think that's that's what we think. Sometimes we everybody thinks conflict means violence. Well, we can have conflicts without violence, and that makes the world better. And uh, because we're, we're always going to have, you know, differences of agreement. And, and there's also trade-offs and different things. And this is where I go back to uh, why Rotary provides, it's, the principles provide some really sound guidelines on how to address conflicts. One is, you know, for the um, uh, four-way tests, it says, you know, will it be beneficial to all concerned? So that's one of the main things. Well, the Rotary uh, Code of Conduct, it says uh, to use, you know, my personal and professional skills through Rotary to improve people's quality of life in my community and in the world. And these are guidelines that I think it's helpful to, to improve people's lives uh, while avoiding violence. Well, you said it in your article that it is a guide to peace building and conflict transformation. You know, conflict is not what is, what it is not, doesn't mean you have to go shoot somebody because you disagree. Conflict allows you to have a reasonable conversation about if you can be, okay, here's my philosophy. If you are at peace inside, you can stand still and pay attention to what that person is telling you. Rather than argue, you say, tell me more. If you're at peace, Dennis, have you found this works? If you're at peace and in harmony, you can listen to things that you may not agree with. Oh, very definitely. And, then, and I go back to, uh, you know, once again, one of the Rotary principles 
when uh, you're make, having discussions and things, and uh, and it says, you know, will the you know build goodwill and better friendships. And the thing is, the whole Rotary guidelines, I believe, the principles are built to understand the other side. And also, a key thing in moving forward is to build trust that everybody is looking to do the right thing. You may not necessarily agree how, what is the right thing per se in the beginning, but I think if that's the thing is when you got people uh, working together, that uh, the solutions and creativity just builds where your initial thought on how to solve a particular problem uh, might change over after many discussions and where you get to be in a better place. And that, that's the whole idea. But you trust each other, that you care about the ultimate outcome that would be beneficial to all concerned. So beautiful. And that was what I was going to say. The, this idea of trust. And you can ask after you've been listening, you can even ask the question, will this be beneficial to all concerned? And if the answer is yes, okay, keep talking. If the answer is no, would you consider, would you consider this option? And then you start the conversation, right? Definitely. And then that, that's the thing, because I think that's, that's where creativity comes on. Uh, because a lot of times there are trade-offs. And, and in fact, one of the things is uh, uh, many of my friends say, beneficial to all concerned, it's impossible. <laughs> but the thing is, yes, the first time, maybe the first suggestion, but if you work at it and you care about it, you'll find something that uh, is amazing. Well, one of our guests was uh, Scylla Alworthy, and she writes the book, Making the Possible Possible. And that's what you have to do. You have to make, if we believe it, and I truly believe this, Dennis, if you and I believe that peace is possible, then we can take our passion for peace and make it happen. But we, we, and I go for the word we, and I go for the word me, and I go for the word us, Dennis, have to be believe it so firmly. And then you will, will it build goodwill? Think about that. What you just told me, will it build goodwill? That's what you might ask somebody who may be totally disagreeing with you. Yes, that, that, that's the first thing. You know, one of the things that uh, by building goodwill, you learn more about, not only about the other person, but more about yourself. And, and a lot of things that you may not have known and might not have thought about. And so one of the things I believe is the fact that uh, in conversations and also, you know, in conversations, you also find common ground uh, and things that uh, even you may disagree about certain things in the beginning, you find out there's many things that you do agree about that may be not necessarily on the subject per se, but it eventually circles back, interesting enough, that uh, once again, it's about uh, people uh, achieving those basic things about life and about you know what life is about and, and the whole, I think, again, I go back to the whole idea of, of being, everybody wants to be, feel safe, everybody wants to feel some degree of prosperity, having a you know a decent job and, and making a decent living, and then having uh, the quality of life, which includes you know happiness, being healthy, uh, and having fun, and 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 these are things that that, that everybody shares. 
Well, you're listening to peacepodcast.org, and I'm Barbara Gahn-Mueller, and my theory is that peace, prosperity, happiness, and goodwill, and health are because you believe it's possible, and that's why I do these podcasts. I hope you'll take a moment and listen to Dennis. Dennis has some ideas that will help you construct a new idea for how to have a conversation with somebody that you trust and may have a different opinion. And sometimes when you're listening to a person like Dennis, you get the passion that you've been holding inside. The passion, like he has such a passion for peace and such a passion for rotary. And Dennis, you know, the four-way test, you always say, that's where I begin. Is it the truth? Is it all, is it, is it a fair to all concerned? Don't you love that? Yes, I do. And by the way, open your minds, be flexible. And one of the things, uh, again, I'm a proponent. I flipped the four-way test <laughs> upside down, and and I think it's uh, it's one of those things. I think you have to be uh, a little. Or are you saying will it be beneficial to all concerned? Is where you start. Okay, then we go into how are we alike, and is there the truth and fair to all concerned? And lastly, will it build goodwill and better understanding? Sometimes you know, actually, I I. I Keep the is it a truth last because actually what happens is you might find out if you go through the process and you resolve whatever issues you have, and that's the truth. The truth is that we all agree. I mean that that's and we all have shared outcomes, and that that's the thing because too often if you start out with is it the truth, people come in with different beliefs, different facts, and then people start kind of like defending their turf and rather than defending their turf i'd rather say this is where we want to achieve and then work backwards and then then you find out you find out if those solutions that are fair for all concerned and you find out as hey this is what where we want and that's the truth the truth is we accomplish what we try to do and so so think about flipping it and uh it's interesting and it's it also, like you say, Barbara, you know, one of the things that uh, you talk about, you know, revolutionary conversations and things, is sometimes to think different, sometimes to, to turn things around. And also you'll find new ideas on how to address certain situations. And, and also you'll find out about people, uh, of, of people you're having conversations with. And so start out with shared outcomes, peace, friendship, and you'll find out in all fairness, and then you'll find out where the truth lies. You're listening to Dennis Wong. He's a member of the Rotary E-Club of World Peace. Dennis Wong is a co-founder of the Rotary Action Group for Peace, and he's also a co-founder of the Rotary Action Group for Peace. I have to stop on that one. That's a big one. <laughs> um, I remember reading about you in the Rotary Magazine. I have a file this thick on you, Dennis, because your ideas are prolific. I don't know. You're like a philosopher. You're writing a book every day when you send an email out. And I am a member of the Rotary Action Group for Peace, and I love it. We just honored Al Jubitz, the founder. And I bet you, I'm going to just take a bet, that you told him to start the Rotary Action Group for Peace. Did you? And, um but that was one of the things about Rotary is the fact that uh, I think you can find like-minded people. Yes, yes. Within. And, and the thing is also like-minded people who share their 
ideas and also who and values work you know we all yeah. value peace and that's yeah. why and i love rotary right and yes and also willing to work with you uh to get where you are support you and support each other and um i think uh you know al and i interesting enough he's we're on both sides of the coast he and the west coast i'm on the east coast and we met by a Again, Rotarian Magazine. I saw an article that featured him, and I said, I got to beat this guy. And so I reached out and finally got to him, and we exchanged uh, thoughts by email. And, you know, and then eventually he made a, his way to these calls because he graduated from Yale University and he had a reunion or whatever. And we, we hit it off. And uh, that's where we decided to uh, work together. And, and we brought different things to the table. Interesting enough. And uh, by the way, we still don't agree on everything. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's what makes life interesting, Dennis. If yes. I'm just gonna go around with a bunch of yes people, where's my learning curve? I need to go around with people who may not agree with me, but and you did bring in revolutionary conversations and revolutionary conversations, the tools you need for the success you want is a book I wrote and with the co-partners to talk about the first step in a conversation when you are on opposite poles. And that, do you remember the first step, Dennis? Stop, just yeah. stop. Just like you do at a stop sign, don't go forward until it's safe. Well, how do you get to the safe part? You ask a question. May I ask you a question? May I find out more about what you're thinking? And so Dennis, you've read the book and I know you are my fan. Oh no, I, I I think it's terrific, and and I think is you know you know it's about listening, and uh, so I've learned a lot from you. In fact, uh, maybe I'll interview you the next time. I would love that, Dennis. <laughs> oh, okay, I've been wanting somebody to interview me. It's a deal. But you know, Dennis believes that I envision, as he said in his article, "The Future of Peace," a time when. In people's minds, the name of Rotary is equated with peace building and conflict transformation because peace, and I'm going to end our conversation with, is a human right. Dennis, what would you like to add to that? That's where I think uh, in one of the themes that uh, I'd like to see Rotary come up with is to put peace in the theme, and which uh, and that's one of the things that spurred me about, uh, again, I guess, what, uh, 10 years ago uh, when uh, Sakuji Tanaka was president and he had uh, uh, service, peace through service. And uh, I think one of the days when I become all right president, my theme will be uh, peace is service. And uh, so you start doing peace and eventually you'll serve people. So well, that's you know, my they opinion. do this little thing that much closer to ending polio. And now I see peace is service, which opens up our minds yeah. to the possibility. Peace is yeah. service. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, so you start with the idea of peace and then you branch out as opposed to, which I love, uh, you, know, you know, service, you know, peace through service is peace is service and um so so that so when I, whenever i'm uh, all right president you'll see that particular piece. i want you to be all right president <laughs> i would like that dennis i don't know if the rotary clubs have enough people to do everything you've envisioned <laughs> so anyway so, 
So it's great. Yeah, you're listening to Dennis Wong, and he's a dreamer. He's a dreamer in Rotary. He believes that with our actions, our passion, and the efforts that we make to work together, we can create peace on the planet. Am I correct with that? Oh, yes. And then basically, you know, it's making a commitment. You know, like it's, and then we all want it, but, all, but also we have to work for it. It's not going to, you know, you just can't lay back and say, okay, it's going to come to me. You have to work at it. Everybody's got to work at it and do their part uh, to have peace on earth. Well, you know, there's so many ways to bring peace into your home. We have a simple little peace corner. Put a little word peace in a corner of a room, a bedroom, a kitchen. I have a peace corner in the kitchen. So when we come in to eat dinner, we're at peace. And we take a moment to share that peace before we eat. Because then your digestion is better. You know, there's advantages to peace. I've been a peacemaker all my life because my grandfather said when I was three and he had immigrated from Hungary, oh, many, many years before, he said, you're going to be a peacemaker someday. And that really stuck with me. I'm going to be, well, there we go. We could talk about our lives. And Dennis, I'm going to take you up on it. I'm going to have you interview me. Maybe next <laughs> week. We'll see. <laughs> this is so fabulous. Dennis Wong, if people wanted to get in touch with you and share the energy you shared with me today, do you have a way they can get in touch with you? Uh, yes. Uh, I have my email address. Uh, I'm in LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, so you can, people can message me. Uh, and um, and you can find me in uh, Rotary Club of World Peace. Yes, and so we got a nice profile that, there of Dennis Wong. Yeah. He's amazing. Yes. Um, anyway, you know, I am so honored that Dennis took the time to let us know why he really believes Rotary is a vehicle for people of action to create the peace that we need, to stay connected, to bring Rotary into everybody's response what we can do. Many people say, I don't even know what Rotary is. Now, Dennis, I'm going to ask you one last question. Why did you join Rotary? Again, you know, the thing is, uh, a friend mm -hmm. uh, who got me involved. But once I got there, I was very fortunate to join a club where uh, people were very active and also people had fun. Uh, it was a social fun. And then I found that uh, I found I could do a lot of different things, and there and the people there were very supportive about uh, where I wanted to uh, go, and I just uh, and I started learning by doing. Uh, the first project I was involved in uh, was a water project in Brazil, and I got involved with education in India. Uh, did a few things. Uh, different types of the world over. for you, didn't it, Rotary? Oh, yeah. No, I, and, and the thing is, it, it opened a new world. And that, that's the thing about Rotary. It opened a new world. Also get, provided me with the opportunities to do things. I also want, you know, wanted to do certain things uh, in uh, inner cities. And uh, our club was uh, supportive enough that we adopted uh, an inner city school and provided them with you know, libraries and education and trips and there's a lot of different things. And eventually also uh, we did, uh, adopted a, an orphanage and, in Haiti. Uh, and once again, we, we built school cl classrooms. We did uh, built libraries and also we did facilities for, for people to just live, you know, a, a decent life. And so these are things that uh, really are very, very fortunate that uh, uh, 
that I made that people asked me to join. And at the same time, I think uh, was in the right place and the right time. And now I'm with uh, you know Rotary Club of World Peace, and uh, was you know really taken away by uh, the uh, gee, it's almost a year now. You know the World Peace Conference that we had in Ontario, California, meeting many people, and eventually also meeting people eventually that uh, working now on a, a, a world free of nuclear weapons. Yes, which is really one of the um, you know major existential threats to the world along right. with climate change and pandemics. So uh, we tend to forget about the 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 threat of nuclear weapons, which is growing, by the way, unfortunately, uh, with the you know tensions now. So so people have many ways of getting to Rotary. I, I came through with, with a friend, and at the same time, I think it's, uh, it's an opportunity for everyone, myself and others, to grow and make and you know try to make a difference in things that they're interested in. So, this is Dennis Wong, my friend Dennis Wong. I have so much respect for his ideas and so much respect for his work. I hope you will take a moment and watch this with a friend. Call somebody up and say, "Let's have a conversation." What is Dennis telling me? Dennis is telling me that Rotary is a pe for people of action, Rotary response, and service above self. With that, I'm going to say thanks again, Dennis, and I hope to see you again, and I'm looking forward to your interview with me. <laughs> Peace. All yeah. right, my love. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you.